0: What? 1212. The NBA's not safe anymore. Your podcast ain't safe anymore. T wills back at it. Once again, Philly Four Court Press coming at you live in studio. South side. On the Jersey side, but always rapping Philly the city. What's going on everybody? I'm your host Big T Will. This is Philly Full Court Press. Yeah, we're going to put the full court press on everybody and hold everyone accountable for their actions. And that's what I'm here to do today. I got my man Nat Marlowe.
1: Oh man, we got the Rocky music going,
0: man. Yeah, you know what that means I'm ready. This is giving me chills right now. This is I'm ready, man. This can
1: get you pumped up for any and all Philly sports. Listen, basketball, he- football, hockey, you name it.
0: This is uh, this is um, right here is is where we have to be. You know, I got to get focused, man. I'm not, I'm not feeling where we're at right now. The Sixers got me pissed. Sitting in a six seed. Uh oh. How dare you? Uh oh. How dare you be in a six seed right now, Brett Brown? What the hell is going on? I mean, what the? What? What the f- exactly? Like, are you kidding me? Six seed. Now, I keep hearing talk from everybody saying, oh, well, man, yo, T, man, listen, calm down. They're only three games out of second place. Damn it, they shouldn't even be fighting for that. This team that's built, you're going to tell me you're fighting for second place? You got Jimmy Buckets looking down at you laughing, laughing because we're sitting in the sixth seed. We're in conversations with the Brooklyn Nets in the eighth seed, the Orlando Magic who served us up. In the 7th seed. And then your Philadelphia 76ers pulling up in the 6th seed. Now, nah, is, is it laughable?
1: <laughs> yep. Is it laughable? I'm laughing right now. It is quite indeed pretty laughable.
0: Dude, I mean, this is a this is a joke. I mean, what the? What? What the f-? I mean, come on, man. Like, <sighs> I was talking to a good friend of mine, you know, uh. Everyone knows him uh in the area. He does he does excellent, excellent work with the kids. Uh he goes by karate mark. I don't know if you ever saw Oh him. I know karate you Mark know Karate yeah. Mark. I've yeah. taken a couple
1: of his calls over at the station, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh karate Mark, you know, uh, he, he says to me last time we talked, uh he says, uh Ah, you know, don't don't be too worried, T. Don't be too worried. Uh you know, we're gonna get things right. And since that time he talked to me, the Sixers lost six games on the road. I was like, yeah, I, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say anymore. I mean, I just sit back and I, I try to take it all in and try to take it game by game, but Brett Brown has me saying, "What? What the?" F-? And and it's and it and it feel I feel like it's it's more and more from quarter to quarter, from game to game. Even when they win, uh I mean, I was talking to uh, even when they win, even when they win, they look like they're a team that's struggling to win. You know, they they finished off uh Brooklyn the coming off the Jazz and uh Brooklyn back-to-back game, I believe. Am, am I right here or am I wrong? The Bulls. I'm sorry. It was uh it was the Bulls. It was the Bulls in the next game. And even in the Bulls game, like, granted, they handled their business, but Brett Brown is up coaching his tail off, walking up and down the sideline. And the Bulls coach is just calm, cool, collective, and it looked like they were, you know, the Sixers were going to pull away at that point. So he, you know, he relaxed. And then we go to New York, where the Knicks always give the Sixers a little fits. And Brett Brown, once again, stressing everyone out, walking up and down, pacing up and down the sideline. And Mike Miller sitting there with his hands folded, coaching from the bench because the Knicks had an opportunity to win the game. They had an opportunity to win the game. You know, thank God for Matisse, his defense down the stretch. And, uh, you know, Ben decided to play a little bit in the second half that game. And, um, you know, we had some key buckets from Tobias, you know, that lucky three he hit. Uh, it's just mind boggling, man. I just I can't wrap my head around it. And, uh, you know, uh, you know what it is it's the struggle between the Sixers front office and then the Sixers coaching staff. Because we were fed as fans in the beginning of the season. I know Nat's going to play that clip for us um, Brett Brown saying he wants the one seed. Nat, go to that clip for me and uh, we'll come off, come off of that.
1: I want the number one seed. So, you know, what does that mean? Um, To me, it just means what it means. I want to go for the number one seed. And, of course, we're all going to say the same thing. You know, not to the detriment of Joel's health and maybe not to the detriment at times of developing players and, you know, all the other things that I'm not thinking through right now. I will say that, and this is true, but I, I will... Put out there now, like, I want to get the number one seed.
0: So, Brett Brown says, I want the one seed. I want. We're going to play bully ball. All right, great. I'm all for that. You got a team that average height is 6'9". 6'9 and three quarters, you know? Uh, Great. Let's get behind that. Who's going to stop you? Let the other teams adjust to you. Especially
1: in the Eastern Conference. You'd think that the only team they would be competing with at all would be the Bucks.
0: Especially, Nat, you're dead right. Especially in the Eastern Conference. There should be no no concern, no challenges with your height and your length at each position, you know, that Elton Brand built on his team to play bully ball and put the other team and I I say this like a, a broken record. Put the other team in foul trouble, go to the line and hit your free throws. But we can't do that. You know why? Because one guy on the team is afraid to go to the foul line. One guy on the team who is supposed to be the leader and the catalyst of this team is shooting below sixty percent from the foul line. What? And that's what the f Exactly. <laughs> it's, 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 it, one guy on this team will not take that ten to twelve foot jumper. I don't care about the three. Take the ten to twelve foot jumper. You know? You gotta put pressure on these teams somehow. And we're letting a lot of these teams we're letting them hang around in games where the Sixers should be dominating the games due to the fact that we're not focusing. Their their basketball IQ stinks, by the way. You know, I I'm not the only one who says this. Their their, their basketball IQ it, it's, it's mind boggling how you could be NBA stars and you still have these late game turnovers and you're still uh, not knowing where where you need to be at or how to set a proper pick you know how to jump off the correct foot for a layoff. I mean, it's just disgusting sometimes. And it all goes back to coaching. Everyone wants to put the, you know, put the blame on on Ben, or put the blame on Toby or Jay Rich or Al. But all right, let's they get some of the blame, but let's be real. They're running in a system that the coach the coach runs. The coach runs this system. So if the coach isn't going to adjust to the players, the players got to adjust to the coach, and it shouldn't be that way. Brett Brown needs to put these guys into the position they need to be in to succeed.
1: Especially because he said it himself, "I want that number one seed."
0: Well, that that you could kiss that goodbye, homeboy. That that's done. You know, the Bucks got that one seed wrapped up. So you know, let's focus on the two seed. You're three games behind Miami. Let's see if you can make some hay. You know, you got uh, coming up, you have uh, the Raptors, you got the Lakers, you got the Warriors, you got the Hawks, you got the Celtics, you got the Heat and the Bucks. <laughs> I mean, you got a tough schedule right there before it eases up a little bit. So, you know, if the Sixers are going to make some, some uh, noise, they better start making it now. I'll tell you that they better start making it now because you know that that uh oh well we're only ha- at the halfway point and we're just starting to develop. I, I I'm, that's falling on deaf ears with me personally because I'm, I'm tired of excuses. I'm tired of saying, "Well, he's only this. He's only 23, or he's only been playing basketball for seven years. Uh, this is his third full team as a coach here since the process." Well, guess what? Boston's not making that excuse. Milwaukee had cha- uh, turnover cha- uh, turnover on the roster.
1: Miami is certainly Mi- not making that excuse. Miami's
0: not making that excuse. Indiana had a little bit of turnover on the, ro- on the roster, and they don't even have Oladipo yet. So why are we continually out here making excuses for our coach and our team? As a fan base, I think we're getting a little soft. I really do. We need to start holding them accountable for what they're telling us and what's going on, okay? The, we're getting soft as a fan base. I, I don't know what happened from Embiid walking off the court crying to the beginning of this season, but something, ain't the disconnect is is major. And it's time to stop! Yeah, it really is. I mean, it, it, you're lost for words at times, Nat. You just can't understand why – We are continuously shooting three after three after three after three after damn three. And and you're wondering why you're only up two at the end of the first quarter. When you're up eight to two, you're an eight to two run, and you start bombing threes away. Put the team away in the first quarter by playing bully ball. That's what you wanted to
1: do. That's what you told us you were going to do, and you haven't done it. I need to grow a bomber. I I need, really, like somebody's going to emerge where they're like lightning in a bottle. They can come in and go bam, 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 and make a three. And why not FERC? And so, you know, we'll look at it. Uh, I think there was a funny part of the game where we could have really put our thumb on it in the third period, and we didn't. And they came back, and then it started getting into a funny area for me. Um, A few minutes later, Tobias hit one, FERC hit one, you know, Matisse hit the circus shot at the end. Uh, but Firk was a big part of that run that we ended up going on.
0: You haven't done it. And this is why I have to take so many uh, Tylenols during the game. Because I got a headache watching this team. Al Horford, two for nine. for Nine? Al Horford shooting nine threes? Are you out of your goddamn mind?
1: Hey, don't, don't die on me, t Will. here. I need you alive, okay?
0: Are you out of your goddamn mind? Nine, nine threes. It's like the report you had. You wanted Embiid to shoot oh, uh, eight threes a game. What the hell's wrong with you, dude? Come on, man. Come on. Just need to stop. I'm going to hold you accountable if no one else will. You need to wake up, man. You don't have Sova and uh, Banyali uh, out there. You know you don't. You don't have them. You have Al Horford and Embiid. They're not euros. They, like, you, they don't need to be shooting 16 threes each per game
1: combined. It's wild. I, the, I do not want Al Horford being my three-point guy. If you have any three-point guys on this team, don't make it Horford.
0: Oh, listen, Horford is not the Horford from Atlanta when he was under Hoser running the offense that we see Milwaukee running and shooting threes. We got an older Horford. I said it, I'd like the signing, I hated the contract. I love the signing, I love Al Horford, I hated the contract. And we're not getting out anything out of it right now. You know, Horford says he's starting to settle in. My man, is we already halfway through the season. I don't need you settling in now. You should have been settled in, bro. But I don't blame you as much. I blame the coach. It's the coach's fault. Again, everything that happens on the court is always going to go back to coaching. And if you don't think it does, go back to coaching and stop watching hoops. Period.
1: Hey, Will, uh, are you expecting another call right now? Because someone's trying to call in.
0: Uh, I wasn't, but let's pick it up. Let's see who it is. Hello. Hello. Muy buenas tardes con el señor Luis Santiago. Oh, como estas mamacita? Está Bien. Eh, ¿Todo bien con el señor? ¿Estoy hablando con el señor Luis? No, nah, no, nah, muchas gracias. Uh, Luis no here, no here. ¿Luis se encuentra o no está? No más, no can do. ¿Puedo llamarlo más tarde? habla español? Ah, uh, yeah, ¿por qué? ¿Usted es el señor Luis Santiago? No, nah, Santiago, he left already. Ah, Okay. Entonces voy a llamarlo más tarde, puede ser. mucho nada. yo mañana. Mañana. Ya. Yeah. Okay, adiós. Okay, está bien. Uh, está bien. Uh, Nat, I don't, didn't know you spoke Spanish. <laughs> Nat, don't ever do that again. What? What, what was that? I don't know. And, <laughs> I thought you were expecting a call. I wasn't expecting any calls. Literally. You told me to answer it. I, I'm not expecting any calls. I'm only So the we, only, the only, I'm only expecting one call from one person and uh I usually get it in the morning. That's it. And if I don't then, you know, so be it. I move on and hopefully get that phone call the next day. But other than that We'll
1: make that a blooper. <laughs>
0: Oh man, where was I? Oh, so uh yeah, Al Horford, man, I it's not I don't blame him. It's definitely uh it definitely falls on the coach and um I uh I really I really think that the there's a power struggle going on right now between the front office and Brett Brown and Brett Brown has to he has to adjust, man. He I I I, I can't sit here and keep watching the Sixers get out to these, you know, marginal leads or You know, comfortable leads in the first, second quarter of games, and then they just decide to start bombing threes. I mean, you're running a a a three man weave around the top of the key to get open for a three point shot, and the paint is wide open. The driving lanes are wide open. You have uh, a height advantage on pretty much every team, you know, in the East, and you're not taking advantage of it. You know, you're not taking advantage of it, and this is the reason why you're on as you were prior to the Knicks win uh on a six game uh away losing streak, you know, you're 8 and 14 on the road. That that's that's atrocious. It's maddening. That's that's atrocious. You know, yeah, all right, you protect home because, you know, Philly fans will get at you. Well, that's why we're on this show, Philly full court press. You know, we're getting at you. And um I just don't I I Brett, man, you got to wake up. Guy, wake up. You know, the crown jewel's out. Mr. Glass, as he's been – uh he's starting to get on my nerves too. He can't stay healthy to save his life. You know, most people who dislocate their finger, they pop it back in. They're still playing ball, taped up, ligament damage and all. They're still out there rocking. You know, it's just concerning because every time he gets injured, we have to take another step backwards because MB is going to be out of shape and he's not going to be, you know, it's going to take more time to get back. Let's,
1: let's,
0: I don't even know why I'm sitting here explaining it because uh, Sixer fans are smart. They know. Philly fans know. You know, it's going to be, and B's going to be out to the All-Star break, okay? And he won't be in shape until probably the last week of the season. I mean, let's call it facts. And it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a struggle to get that second seed. Mark my words. Sixers would be damn lucky if they finish two in the East. Yeah, Yeah, really. They were
1: struggling when they had him beat. Imagine what's going to happen when he's out.
0: I pose this question to a good friend of mine. You know, when the Sixers were at the 41 game mark, uh, do they win 50 games? They won 53, then 52. Right now they're on pace for exactly 50. Do you see them getting 50 games? Me? Meh I don't know I'll be honest with you I I see them pulling up at like 48 48 games Finishing Third Fourth In the east So if they finish third who gets the two seed Uh, The way Miami's playing Miami could hold off Miami could uh, Finish in that two seed And if the Uh, Sixers
1: get the fourth seed who gets the third then
0: Celtics, Celtics might hold it because they got a favorable schedule, and I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not uh, afraid of playing Boston this year because Brett has proven he can get over that hump by taking it to Brad Stevens because of the length and the size advantage he has on the team. So if he could play that kind of style against Brad Stevens, okay, and the Celtics. Why can't you do that against Indiana? Why can't you do that against Orlando, Brooklyn? I mean, Spencer Didwitty is an all-star when he plays against the Sixers. A all-star, something Ben Simmons is trying to become this year. I don't think, you you know what, Ben? Your defense is top-notch. You know, you're on it. Uh, You're an elite defender this year. This year, you know, you're, you're putting your handprint all over the games this year. But I don't think you're playing at an all-star level. And it's kind of showing in the voting right now. You know, granted, you you might get in because of popularity, but you know, you're sitting six right now in voting. So I think uh the your fan base is trying to tell you something, man. You gotta step it up. They're gonna need more from you between now and uh the all-star game and the end of voting. But uh once again, man, listen, thanks for uh listening to Philly Full Court Press. I'm your host, Big T Will. You can follow me at Big T Will 34 on Twitter. And you can also follow the show at Full Court 76. That's P H U L L C O U R T 76. For my man, Nat Marlowe, producing and behind the glass. Once again, you guys know who I am. Thank you for uh, checking in on another episode. And we wish you a lot of peace, love, and happiness as long as the Sixers win. Peace.